What's up, pimps and players? Welcome back to the Say It Again podcast. As always, I'm your host, Anthony Kane. And, you know, I got a couple things I want to talk about, but the first thing I want to talk about is, um, okay, so I have this idea. <clears throat> We're on quarantine day uh, 6,000, but I have this idea for like a like a post-quarantine uh, bucket list, right? And it's going to be just absolutely crazy shit, like go to a restaurant, go to the movies, you know, basic shit like that. But I also have this idea for, uh, I, I want to get a group of people together and just go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and just get trashed, just publicly trashed, you know, fuck it. You know, we'll be able to go back out in the world and it'll be great. So we'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings who has great drinks, if I may say so, if a bit trashy, they have this, um, or I don't know if they still do. Of course I wouldn't know because they, they have, uh, like half and half beers. So they have this one and it's a mix of two of my favorite beers. It's Guinness and uh, Blue Moon, and it weirdly works. I, I, I never saw it coming. A stout and a wheat beer, who would have thought? Anyway, uh, but I wanted to share. I, I just saw this video on, on Instagram, and uh, the song was playing, and there's a, an item on my personal bucket list, which, let's be honest, will probably never happen, but <laughs> a man can dream, can't he? Uh, I've always wanted to go do karaoke in one of those karaoke bar places. Not even a karaoke bar, but it, it, I just recently watched Lost in Translation. And uh, they have those um, karaoke booths. And I, I love that. And so I've always wanted to do that. And do. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that with Karen Gillan, the girl. And I've always wanted to do uh, a duet with her of American Boy. And she does the Estelle part. And I do the uh, the Kanye bit because I know the entire Kanye bit by heart. So, you know, I have this image in my head of like, <clears throat> she's doing she's doing all that. And then, uh, you know, I'm like getting ready. You know, I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if I'm going to know this. Fuck, I hope I can do it. Man, I'm going to have to really read the, the fucking screen. I'm really going to have to see the lyrics and then, you know, it comes on and I just bust out with a, ooh, killing them in the UK. That's my dream. That's my number one thing on my bucket list. And the moment that happens, like, I'm good. I don't think I ever need to do anything else in my life ever again. Anyway, I <laughs> just wanted to share that with you guys because uh, I heard that song and I was like, fuck, I really want to do that. So, uh, Karen Gillan, if you're, <laughs> if you're watching my shitty podcast, my DMs are open at the pie boy on everything please hit me up let's do karaoke when this is all done all right <clears throat> enough about that so i want to start off today by um i want to start off by giving some more recommendations i know anthony's giving recommendations as i said in the last episode it's not you have to watch this it's just shit that i fuck with that maybe you two will fuck with i need to make a jingle for that because i'm trying to learn piano i could make a little jingle it's shit that i fuck with that maybe you will too there it is uh so <clears throat> a couple recommendations while we're all locked up so first up a show now let me level with you guys i fucking hate network television i hate it i fucking hate network television NBC, nbc cbs abc i hate network television i hate the way because and i'll tell you why they're all written the exact same way it's i swear to god and this is such a dumb little nitpick of mine and it's 
<laughs> I can't even explain why, but it's just so annoying because they're all the same. Like, I think, what was it? It was, I, I saw this ad. <clears throat> it was actually kind of funny. I was watching YouTube. I saw this ad and the ad was the entire pilot episode for this new show on NBC called, um, oh, what's it called? It's like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist or something like that. I'm sure you guys have seen it. That show fucking sucks, by the way. I watched about half of it and I wanted to kill myself. It was, oh my God. It's such a dumb idea. I hate network television. I hate it. I There's like maybe one show every five years that I actually really like. Uh, the last show that I liked before this was, uh, I think this was the last one, A to Z. No one remembers that because it got canceled after one season. <laughs> but uh, it was it was really good. And uh, this isn't the recommendation, but if you do happen to catch that on iTunes or something, check it out. A to Z it had um, it had oh what the fuck was his name? I don't remember his name. But it had um, the mother from How I Met Your Mother, Kristen Milotti, I think her name is. I'm not gonna look it up because I don't want to have dead air. It's it's pretty solid. It's about uh, falling in love if you can believe it because that's all network television knows how to write about. Um, anyway, I recently, well, I haven't recently, a couple years ago, I discovered the best network television show I've ever seen in my life. It's uh, The Good Place. It just recently ended. I haven't watched the last season yet because I've been watching over Netflix, but I just wanted to recommend The Good Place. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, man, it's, it's something else. Now, I'll admit, when I first started watching it, or when I first saw the ads, I should say, I was like, okay, how do you make a plot out of that? Because it's about a woman who goes to heaven, but it turns out that she was supposed to go to hell or the good place or the bad place. It's heaven and hell. Who cares? And uh, I was like, how do you make a plot out of that? And lo and behold, they did. Because, I mean, it's so consistently good and so consistently funny for the most part. In this most recent season, they have Ted Danson floss, which kind of made me want to die. I'm just noticing the gigantic fucking shadow behind me. So that's great. I'm still working on my lighting situation here, guys. Bear with me, all right? Uh, but yeah, I never needed to see Ted dance and floss. I never needed to see Sonic floss. But, you know, I was like, you know what? Okay, I'll give it a pass. Because the way that it's written, I can tell the guy who made it, or who um, uh, writes it or created it, Michael Schur, I think his name is. I think that's how you pronounce it. I can tell that this is a show that he really likes, and it's a show that he's really committed to. And, you know, it's really strongly written all the way through and it's funny. But then every now and then there's some dumb network television joke that's too modern or they have Ted Danson floss, you know, shit like that. But I'll give it a pass because, you know, I can see the rest of the show and I'm like, all right, this guy cares. And this guy's trying to tell a cool story. He's trying to make you laugh. He's trying to make you think a little bit. And it's really solid. The first three seasons are on Netflix. I imagine they'll be adding the final season Fuck, in the next month or so, maybe, while we're still in quarantine. This is really starting to get to me, guys. I fucking hate this quarantine. I just want to go outside. I just want to see my friends. That's an original hot take for you. How about that? All right. Good place. Check it out on Netflix. Uh, up next, uh, a movie that uh, not a lot of people have heard of, but I think more people need to because it's fantastic. Uh, before we go, it's uh, it's directed by, directed by and starring Chris Evans, who... I might have mentioned last week, last time, wasn't last week, last time, that uh, he's actually one of my favorite actors. I mean, he's, I, you know, he might be a jackass in real life. I don't know. I've never met him, but I really enjoy his work, and I think he's a great actor. And it's kind of a bummer that uh, he he was uh, Captain America for so long, because uh, 
he's got he's far more talented than that role gives him credit for although he did play it very well i gotta say uh before we go i like it a lot because it makes me think of lost in translation which is one of my favorite movies it's about a man or it's about a woman being stuck in new york because she missed the train or whatever and then this other this random guy is a trumpet player meets up with her and kind of helps her and then throughout the night they kind of learn about each other they kind of work through each other's problems it's fantastic and it's it's really good the only issue i have with it <clears throat> the only issue i have with it is at the the end which i'm not i'm not going to spoil it but it's kind of lame you'll know what i'm talking about if you know anything about me you'll know what i'm talking about when you get there it's very good i'm not too sure what it's on because i'm not prepared because i left my keyboard way over there because i have some books right next to me but Whatever. Uh, final recommendation is a video game, actually. It's uh, Persona 5 The Royal, or per- Persona 5 Royal. It's uh, it's Persona 5, but they uh, they added a bunch more content, content. They added new characters, new locations. It's fantastic. If you missed Persona 5 the last time around, I highly recommend getting this, because your boy put in 102 hours into the first one and that's because and that's with me fucking around for the first half of the game because i didn't fully appreciate it until after ooh the second palace let's talk about the plot the plot is these uh, high school kids have the ability to go into people's minds and hearts and change their desires like uh, the very first uh, palace mind that they go to is this um really gross uh, gym teacher who's just like hitting on students, beating the shit out of students, and so they go into this dude's heart and just change his desires. Can people stop texting me right now? Fuck them. It's fantastic. It's The style is just amazing. Like Aesthetically, it's one of the best-looking games I've ever played. It's just so unique. Um, here's how what a virgin I am. I actually bought the uh, Steelbook day one. Day fucking one, because I uh, I love the first one, the first one. I love the original so much. So if you want to be a virgin like me, and uh, lose at least a hundred hours, I highly recommend it. <sighs> I'm just growing my virginity back every single day. That's all the recommendations I got this week. So to keep with the theme of me regrowing my virginity, like it's a limb, I've been um, something I've been doing. Because we're all stuck inside, can't go outside, can't do anything, can't do anything, uh, is uh, learn how to play D&D. Because uh, I've always wanted to play, I've always wanted to dungeon master or lead the game, I've always wanted to do that. But every single time I've ever been in a game with people, uh, the group just falls off after one session. This has happened three times, three separate times. I made characters, we played one session, and then never played again. (laughs) And maybe, it, I don't know if it was me. The anxiety tells me that it was me. I know it wasn't. No, I'm kidding. But I never fully understood how to pl- how to play the game, actually. And I know what everyone's saying. Anthony, it's so fucking easy. Dude, it's so easy to play D&D. You literally just play the game. It's not that hard, dude. And I'm like, cool. How do I play the game? What do dice rolls mean? What does this mean? How do I figure out my stats? How do I do anything in the game and lo and behold everyone's like yo anthony it's so fucking easy dude literally just play it and that's my uh, that was my original tactic i was like oh cool i'll just learn by playing and then three separate groups fell apart <laughs> three separate games never went anywhere past the first session and so your boy had to borrow the books from his friend they're actually right here 
and uh, read and learn how to do it. And I know now how to play the game. And it's so fucking easy that I just wish that any video or any person that I talked to or watched or read about could just say it's that easy. But instead, I look on YouTube because I'm a visual learner. I like to see things be done first and then I can usually do it, you know. Uh, I don't have an example. I was about to pull out an example. I'm a visual learner. If I can see something be done, I can usually pick it up after one or two tries. And so I was like, oh, I'll just look up how to play D&D. It's going to be so easy. No. Why is it so fucking hard for people to just say, hey, here's what a dice roll is. Here's how you... Here's what a DC is. Here's how you roll stats. Here's how you do all this shit. Instead, every single video is like, the way you play D&D, it's actually a role-playing game. You know, you have to play your character. And so you have to play... And like, yeah, fucking obviously. It's a role-playing game. Yeah, I'm playing a character. I got that part. And that's what every single... For like the first four episodes on every single playlist that I watch, they're all like, now here's how you role play. Here's how you improv. Here's how you do this. Now your stats will... And I'm like, cool, wait, how can I... Can I? Can, I, can we talk about stats? Can I learn how to play the game? And they're like, we'll get to that in a later video. So finally, I found this one guy. I think his name was Sherlock Holmes. I'll, um, I'll link his uh, channel in the description of the YouTube video, even though he hasn't posted in like six months. He actually broke it down pretty easily. Gave me the first beginning ideas of how to play. And then finally... I found the page in the book and read it and it made perfect sense. And I wish that literally anyone could have just said, hey, this is how you do it. Because I know how to role play. I feel like I could play a character pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But So now I'm learning how to Dungeon Master right now because um, some friends of mine and I are going to do a little campaign while we're stuck here. Uh, probably over Zoom or something. Probably over online. I'd rather do it in person, but... You know, coronavirus. It's not that hard. All you need to cure it is a lime. I'm looking forward to it. I'm thinking uh, if it gets interesting after a few sessions, maybe I'll record it, throw it up as a podcast episode. I don't know. I got some cool shit planned for it. I'm looking forward to it. I got this neat little world, but that's kind of what I've been doing mostly in uh, <laughs> during this lockdown. I uh, was going to write. I was going to attempt to write. But I'm in a bit of a block right now because I'm sad. And in my experience, I've been able to pump out some of my best stuff while I'm sad. But I don't know. It's getting to the point where I'm just like, man, I don't know if I can even just fucking sit down and ride. So I find it way easier to just work on the Dungeon Master thing right now. I don't know. I got to work on, I have to work on a script or something, dude. I'm going to go fucking crazy. Um, What else has been going on with me? Stimulus check came in. That was cool. A check. I got a direct deposit, and I'll tell you why. I love all these memes online. This is just going to be me being an asshole for a sec. But I love all these memes online where it's all like, "Where's my check? Where's my payments? Where's my this?" And then uh, there, <laughs> and then there's me who does his taxes at the first chance he gets, and I got it on day one. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is. I like to do my taxes early because I always heard, I always saw all the jokes and all the memes, all the boomer memes like, "Uh oh." It's April whatever. You better hurry up and do your taxes. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I'm sitting there as a kid because, you know, high school doesn't teach you anything. School doesn't teach you anything about taxes or anything. You kind of got to learn by uh, learn by doing trial by fire. <laughs> Let's hope you don't fuck up or the IRS will have their way with you. Um, thank God. Thank God bless my mother for sitting me down and saying, hey, here's how you do fucking taxes. Thanks, mom. I know you're not watching, but thanks. So I see all these memes and jokes 
growing up and I'm like, fuck, doing taxes must be really hard, man. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if I'm be able to do this because I'm an anxious guy. I get scared really easily. I can't talk to girls. Even if Karen Gillan did hit me up and ask me to do karaoke and have it be American Boy, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, I would. I totally would. Let's be honest. But so I finally sit down when I turn uh, 18 or 19. I don't remember when I first did my taxes. It was around that era. And uh, I sit down to do my taxes. And I'm like, oh, geez. Okay, here we go. And uh, I'm all like, I ask my mom and I'm like, what do you recommend? She goes, oh, I, uh, I usually use TurboTax. And I go, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I sit down and I'm terrified. I'm like, God damn it. Okay, dude. All right, here we go. Fuck, I hope I can do this right. I hope I can do this. And then it's the easiest fucking thing in the world if I do it through TurboTax. And yeah, you know, I know what you're all thinking. But Anthony, they take a portion of your tax return. And I'm like, yeah, but it's easy. So taxes aren't that hard, guys. It's <laughs> Now, granted, I also don't make a lot of money. <laughs> I don't have any skills and I've only ever worked shitty jobs because I dropped out of college, but it's still, I've always ever made under $10,000 and I think after $10,000, it probably gets more complicated. But if you're a loser like me, it's very easy. And that's why I got my stimulus check. What am I going to do with my stimulus check? You ask probably spend it all on weed. No, God, I'm kidding. Don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I have a buddy who's going to do that. I think and Godspeed, you know, if I had more money, I probably would too, but I don't. This is all my money now because I'm unemployed. Thanks, quarantine. Shout out the coronavirus right now for just fucking all my plans right in the mouth. Appreciate you for that. Um, yeah, I'm going to buy a MacBook. I think that's my plan. <laughs> you guys didn't ask. I think I'm going to buy a MacBook because I really I have got to edit this documentary I've been talking about and working on for a year and a half. <laughs> I can't do any. I haven't been able to do any editing because look. My current setup right now is I have a Mac Mini from 2014, <laughs> and holy shit. Let me give you an example. It takes about five minutes to boot up, and I know. I know what you're thinking. Wow, this look, look at this fucking millennial. Oh, man, he can't fucking wait five minutes for a computer to boot up. Do me a favor. Sit and do nothing for five minutes. Just stare at a wall. Don't look at your phone. Don't do anything. Just breathe and stare at a wall for five straight minutes. And then... Tell me it's not a long time <laughs> when I'm trying to, when I'm in the mood, I'm in the zone. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking edit. I'm going to do this. Let's go. And then it takes forever to boot up. And then it takes forever to open any program. Like fucking, Hey, it takes like two minutes to open premiere. It's ridiculous. And my computer has crashed once. I once lost ooh eight hours of progress on this, on this edit. That was fun. <laughs> eight whole hours when my computer crashed. I love it. I love my life. It's so fucking cool. It killed my motivation for like two months. And uh, I do apologize if anyone is actively waiting for that documentary. It's going to happen. Uh, when I get this MacBook, I can finally sit down and edit it the way I want to. And I'll be able to get it done within a few months because now I have time. I don't have a job. All I have is time. All I have is time to edit this fucking thing. I'm stoked. I'm really hoping you guys like it. I'm hoping it comes together all right. But this, uh, this computer is really going to help with that process. So we'll see how it turns out. What else did I want to talk about? I'm checking my notes on the air. The air. Tell you what I miss. <laughs> A lot of things. I miss my friends, first off. I miss uh, being happy. No, I'm just kidding. I miss the gym, actually. I really miss going to the gym. 
Uh, I'm almost out of time here, it looks like. I really miss going to the gym. It's so weird because I, I started going to the gym. I started going to GB3 and it uh, it was quite an experience. There's a lot of unique things that happen at the gym. <laughs> uh, I've never liked my body ever in my entire life. I have no idea how I've ever had sex. I, I don't know. I guess I've tricked enough. <laughs> no, that's fucked up. But going to the gym, it's something else because it's there's me who's just like a regular ass dude. All I really did was work on my cardio because my, you know, <laughs> I run for half a second and I run out of breath. So I would get on the elliptical for about an hour, hour and a half. But it's weird because it's almost like I'm the only guy my age hitting the elliptical because everyone else my age wants to get big and get swole. I couldn't give less of a fuck about getting big and swole. I think I would look weird, kind of all bulked up and... I don't know. I don't know if I could pull off the super large look, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I really just wanted to get thin, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you what my original motivation was. is because I always wanted to be thin enough to wear a Spider-Man onesie. I always thought it'd be cool to get a Spider-Man costume. Unfortunately, I have a gut that I've never been able to get rid of, but, you know, we're out here. Uh, the locker room's an interesting place. Like... <sighs> This is such an easy observation and joke, but it's true. Like, old people, old guys are so confident in their bodies, aren't they? They're so sure. Like, I mean, I just, I'm sitting there, you know, I'm putting my clothes away. Naked guy walks right by me. Fully, like, you know, I get naked. I change my clothes. You know, it's not a big deal, but I put a towel on. These fools, towel around the shoulder you know, walking around, strutting their stuff. And I'm like, buddy, you're not rocking enough to be confident. No, that's mean. That's mean. <laughs> like I can talk. It's just weird. And it's interesting. But listen, I'm running out of time. I started this thought <laughs> way too late in the in the podcast, but I'll talk a little bit more about it next time. But hey, I'm keeping the episode short. So let me wrap this up for you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Uh, I hope you check out the recommendations. Um, I believe Before We Go is on Netflix. Good Places on Netflix. Persona 5 The Royal. You should just peep it. You should just get it. <laughs> you should just try it. If See if it's your thing. It's turn-based combat and one of the best-looking games I've ever played. But whatever. Um, listen, guys. If you want to email the podcast, I'd love to talk to you guys. Love to answer any wacky questions you may have about... Not even about me. Fuck about anything. Ask, ask uh, what do you think about the way gravity works? Why was that the first thing I thought of? I don't know. What do I think about the way gravity works? It's handy. I like that I can stick to the earth. What am I saying? I should cut this out, but I'm not going to. Listen, if you want to email the pod, say it again, pod at gmail.com. The, the fucking thing is going to be right here. Say it again, pod at gmail.com. At the pie boy. If you want to follow me on anything. Hope you guys are staying safe out there, ladies and germs. And I hope you'll join me next time when we say it again.